0: To the hard one to bring in trista crick you know her as co-host of BetMGM tonight weekdays from 7 to 11 in the east also you can check her out saturday evenings from 8 to 11 in the east on wfan 660 in new york city first of all trista i know this is super early for you so thank you for waking up with this and secondly how, i know you're a dubs fan big time dubs fan how did that get started
2: well, this is a good uh, thank you so much for having me on. The way that you know that I love you guys is that I am up at 8 in the morning for something other than <laughs> going pee in the middle of the morning. So that's where we're at. Uh, so this is just a good example of how you can put something on Twitter and the context gets lost. Uh, my in all, in all actuality, my dubs allegiance came uh, from the simple fact that I want to mush them. And so uh, nothing that I love ever succeeds. And so because the Dubs have been a dynasty for so long uh, that I, and everything that I said negatively about them just came back in my face. And Warriors fans being one of the most, we'll call it annoying fan bases in in all of basketball. I just decided, you know what? I'm gonna say no negative things about them. And look what's happened since. Uh, Steph Curry has gotten injured. Jordan Poole got hit in the face by Draymond Green. Uh, they're a 500 team now. So my allegiance has been working out pretty well. And so now I, I call them our dubs. And I say I'm a lifelong dubs fan. And now people
1: <laughs> people believe
2: that I am, but I, I am not.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So ASAP, <laughs> we need to get a quote graphic that says, Nothing that I love ever succeeds, Tristan. (laughs) And we're going to send it to people on Valentine's day from now on, but I feel like you've kind of adopted another team and that's the Sacramento Kings and the cool light beam that they shoot off uh, after they win a home game. And we were just talking about this. They are a fun team to watch. They, uh, you know, can score with the best of them. One of the best offenses we've seen out West, but I have some questions when it comes to the postseason, because usually you got to play some type of defense. So what do you think? the ceiling is for the Sacramento Kings.
2: You know, the until the Kevin Durant trade went down, I felt like the West was pretty wide open, you know, uh, and it just depended on what the matchups were going to be. You saw the Mavs play the Kings the other night and there wasn't a lot of defense played at all. It was just a scoring fest down the stretch. The Kings can play some defense. You see that with Davion Mitchell. Uh, you see that with even deer and Fox to a degree. Some of the wings, um, Sabonis has been much better defensively than he has, and when he was playing for the Pacers, uh, this is not a team that's going to get by on on their clamps. But I think they have those those moments in fourth quarters where they can. I think their ceiling is like, I think their ceiling is like second round. I, I, honestly, I took them to win the division. I'm thinking about cashing out now that the Kevin Durant trade went down. Sacramento has one of the most difficult schedules down the stretch in these next 20-something games, right? So uh, I'm a little bit concerned. I have no idea, though, when, when Katie's going to be back. He said after the All-Star game, but that could mean anything, right? So uh, I have a – it was $4,500 uh, when I got in for them to win the division. And something just feels wrong about cashing out. And, like, let's be honest, it was, like, only 20 bucks, and the upside's tremendous. Um, but I do think that this could be a team – Prime for like a second round.
0: We're talking with Trista Crick, co-host of BetMGM tonight, weekdays from seven to eleven PM in the East. Also, check out her NBA podcast, Heat Check with Trista Crick. She knows her NBA. Okay, I, I wanted to ask you about this, Trista, because every time Kyrie is traded somewhere, on paper he always looks great, right? There- there's no, there's no doubting his basketball ability. The question is, will Kyrie start acting like Kyrie and acting out? And hurting the team that he's been traded to or the team he signs with. So are you a believer in Kyrie with the Mavs?
2: I think it's just too early to tell what I have done, I guess, is gone from being like vehemently anti Kyrie before that was cool. And now everyone is vehemently anti Kyrie. And so I feel like I'm starting to defend him as the only ones like does anybody feel like the level of Kyrie criticism has gotten to a breaking point does anybody feel like this is kind of like extra so I I think like you said (laughs) Jenks you're right the the basketball fit the basketball fit is is tremendous Um, there are people out there who say like oh Kyrie's a selfish basketball player no he's he's potentially a selfish person but on the basketball floor he's very very unselfish I think him coming off the ball off ball, Luca being off ball, they'll be able to switch those things. You saw that down the stretch, the last game they played together, where they didn't really even know who was going to take the last shot. They were deferring to one another, one another over and over again. The thing that really makes me optimistic is that Luca said he's never had more fun playing basketball in his life. Uh, Kyrie's like a tremendous player to play with, and if Luca's happy and Kyrie is happy, I think that sort of negates a lot of the potential issues. Um, As long as they're both available, right? That's what broke the net in two was multiple injuries. Injury to Harden, uh, injury to Kyrie with his ankle, the uh, vaccination mandate, which kept him out of games, then the Harden injury again, and then the Kevin Durant injury. And then that happened all in one year, and then Kevin got injured again this year, and that was kind of that.
0: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check.
1: Well, and also it seems like the Mavs had to do something like Luca can't just put up 60 every single night and play 40 minutes a game. So it's like they had to do something. So if this works out like great, they had to at least try to make something work. All right. So let's set our eyes on the all-star weekend. Do you think anything this weekend is bettable? Because I think it's hard for me to look at these and say like, oh, this is the sharp play. But like maybe there's some value plays out there.
2: Yeah, you're right. The All Star Game's tough to bet. Like that's just just no question. The handicapping, and I know you guys are people who look at logic and analysis. And there's just not a <laughs> ton to, to go around <laughs> when it comes comes to an exhibition event. I would say the one thing that I like uh, is a three point contest. I like Damian Lillard in this spot. I know it's chalky. It's plus 425, I think, right now. But Dame is back in Utah, where he went to school. Uh, he went to Weaver State, obviously. Oh, he's yeah. got a flat-footed, like, no-energy exertion three-point shot. He's never won it before. He's playing some of the best basketball he's played in his life, especially shooting from deep. So I think he's an interesting play. Another one that's chalky that I think is interesting is Buddy Heald. Buddy Heald's already won it. Buddy Heald, again, shooting some – I think he's at a career high for three-point percentage this year with the Pacers, a v- very good volume shooter, Uh, and clearly has the experience winning it before. So those two are my favorites. I know that Ryan kind of likes – my co-host likes Julius Randle because he's a big man and the odds are plus 800. I don't know if I would do that. Uh, And then the dunk contest, I think there's legitimately zero value in (laughs) betting.
0: I like how you say – I know you people like to use logic and numbers, but I'm just going to make some picks here. But, you know, but, but you're totally right when it comes to All-Star Weekend because how do you cap any of this? Let me ask you just from an excitement perspective and someone who loves the NBA like you do, are you excited about Matt McClung being in the dunk contest? And is this a good idea?
2: You know, I'm conflicted because I, as a, a true Portland Trailblazer fan not like a troll I actually am like I live and die with them which is why they're 12th in the West Uh, Shaden Sharp was supposed to be in the dunk contest and he pulled out for no reason whatsoever he said he was focusing on the team like Shaden Sharp you're 18 years old like the team's in 12th place right now there's no reason that you should be not in the dunk contest after you told us you were going to be in the dunk contest his in-game dunking ability is other world that he is the next T Mac. That's what he is. Like he's gonna be but he's gonna be a combo of like the skills and footwork and mid range of Kobe with the athleticism of T Mac. It's ridiculous what this kid's gonna be able to do. He would have won the dunk contest far and away. So with that said, now that I have like someone standing in for him, Matt McClung who says uh, he's got dunks we've never seen before, like okay Matt McClung, I'll I'll believe that when I see it. <laughs>
1: he does have a good highlight reel though like i'll give him that so like he's at least motivated and that's like half the battle in the dunk contest yeah Yeah, that's what i'm saying so like that is the contest it's not being good at basketball you're right you're right i'm
2: i I, that's why he's plus 160 right i think that his words and his highlight reel show that he's probably the most exciting like do i want to do i want to bet on jericho sims no no, if I was to bet on anyone, it would probably be Mac McClung. I'm interested to see what he does. But listen, like, this is probably the most underwhelming all star game we've had in a long time. One, it's in Salt Lake City, which no one cares about. Um, no shade to Salt Lake City, but it's a ski town and a town full of Mormons. No shade to Mormons, but again, just not really like aligned <laughs> with the NBA brand. Uh, and two, it's like right on the heels of the NFL Super Bowl. So, uh, Usually you get a week to kind of decompress, talk about it, talk about what Rihanna did, talk about the game, kind of like move forward in the coaching carousel. And then the following week is usually All-Star week. For us to like kind of have to do both, to me, deflated the excitement. And now Giannis probably isn't going to play in in the All-Star game. He hurt his wrist last night. Kevin Durant not going to play in the all-star game. Most likely Joe Embiid bead is not going to play in the all-star game. Sean Morant's probably going to play for like 12 minutes. Cause he's going to be drunk on tequila the entire weekend, which is what he's done. The last time he was <laughs> an all-star game, Jaron Jackson, same. Like there's just a lot of guys who don't exactly give their full effort. Uh, and Steph Curry, not in the all-star game. So it's, it's kind of one of the wackest ones, not to say you shouldn't watch it or bet it or do what you want to do. But I'm not gonna go out here and say I've got like excitement on ten for this thing.
0: She is co-host of BetMGM tonight weekdays from (laughs) seven to eleven p.m. in the East. Also check her out Saturday evenings from eight to eleven in the East on WFAN six sixty in New York City. And nothing that she loves succeeds. Tristan, thanks for waking up (laughs) with us. We appreciate it.
2: Well, uh, it's it's really sad that I said that I loved you guys, so. Now that, that in that oh. framing, in that framing, I don't, oh, no. I don't mean it that way. I know I don't mean it that way, I, except for you guys. I love you guys and you guys. Oh.
1: To me. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the Beck QL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.